0: here we go! Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. <laughs> Joining me is our Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey.
1: Stretching it out two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Push it, pushing it to the limit. To the limit. All right. Today we're going to be talking about traffic. Alex, take it away. Traffic, heavy, heavy
2: drug drama. A lot of twists and turns. Okay some a lot of suspense drama was this nominated for any awards like best picture or anything
0: I think so it seemed I think like it. I remember it. like oscar bait
1: yeah it, it was i think i think it was up there for a lot of different things
0: uh i think it was just nominated for screenplay or director or something i don't know i remember it being an award one of those like yeah darling movies or whatever but a long time ago
2: yeah yeah how yeah, this was a
0: while ago now, I guess.
2: Huh. Anyways, uh, one of the big se- oh. uh, artsy things, <laughs> yeah, artsy things that this movie does is uh, do different like perspectives, uh, th- the different storylines, and different like hues of color and stuff. But it actually starts in uh, black and white. It it does like this uh, flashback thing, where uh, they're in some type of facility and they're testing out. The effects of what they call like uh, item ninety nine on uh, it looks like a GI, like a soldier and stuff, like way way back, like maybe World War One or something. It's like the super serum stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there uh, and uh, there were uh, Steve Rogers mi- mi- mixing it up, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the dude was you know eating it or eating like a pill that had it and stuff, and I guess he became like really really high. And his superiors didn 't like that, so they uh, the general that was um, overseeing this whole experiment was detailing how Ill- this uh, should be illegal and it 's a very dangerous substance and it shouldn't be allowed in the United States basically
1: I think Sherlock Holmes used coke
2: <laughs> you think so
1: he, he had in, like, that, in uh, that pipe no no no, like he actually had uh um, Formula worked out. There was like certain percent morphine, I think, or whatever morphine was back then, and then a little bit of cocaine. Morphine like shoot back up.
2: Th- morphine was called um, opium back then. Mm. No. No. <laughs> well, you chased the dragon with one of those.
1: Yeah, I was confused. Ride the white horse, chase the dragon. They both sound like fun, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Gonads and strife what's that from again (laughs) that's an old flash cartoon that somebody did it's like you hold on to your life you hold on to your little gonads and strife gonads and strife gonads and strife
1: that was back in the the beginning of the (laughs) of the memes before people knew to call them that
0: remember Adam was all into that and they had that Mr. T ate my balls remember that (laughs) People would just take pictures of Mr. T, or any. It started with Mr. T, but then people did with other memes, and they just like put little captions. Oh, those look like good balls, or something like that. It was bad. <laughs> look it up, folks. Mr. T ate my balls.
1: What's What's that clicking sound in the background? Someone keeps.
0: That was me clicking a pen. Very observant of you. Ooh. i you done? All right, cool. So we flash forward. <laughs> that was my knee. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we flash forward, and it's got a uh, can, bend. can bend it, <laughs> and it's the present time, uh, present day, and uh, we see uh, Topher Grace, and he's actually driving around town, and he's one of those. What do you call it? They work for the court, pro- process servers.
1: Process servers,
2: right? The you people mean, that well. like they they serve the subpoenas. They have to verify that they're that person, and then they they Ju- uh, a judge. Give him the subpoena. It's not a judge. The law talking guy. (laughs) Yeah. My name is Judge. (laughs) But anyways, he he goes around town uh, doing this and then doing hits of Coke every once in a while while he's driving around and everything. And he's running low. And he learns
0: (laughs) poker from Brad Pitt, right?
2: (laughs) 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 Wrong movie.
1: Along along with a a bunch of other burgeoning Hollywood stars whose careers have died.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That one guy was in Fringe. One guy was in Mighty Ducks. Ooh. Yeah, same guy. Oh, okay. Is it the same guy in Dawson's Creek then too? Same yeah. guy. So.
1: <laughs> Pretty white kids. So, <laughs>
2: so, Tofir Grace, uh Tofir. Tofir. He um he runs out of Coke. So he's gonna score some more from his from his dealer. And his dealer is uh aptly played Oops. by Benicio del Toro, distant relative of mine. Bougu-town. And he tells him, and uh, this is one of the main main points of traffic, is that this is, like, <clears throat> got this new traffic stopping coke. And it's uh, made from, like, a special breed of the coca plant and everything, and they call it Swank.
1: And I I uh, sure it was Swank?
2: It I was swank. called Swizz. Smack, Swizz? I, uh... I we'll look, look it up later. Right Okay. We'll
1: look it up later.
0: Well... Oh, wait, isn't Benicio Del Toro the lawyer guy, too?
1: <laughs> the wrong movie. <laughs> oh. No, no, you're... I, you're thinking of Michael Douglas' character? It's been a while since I saw his movie.
2: No, Michael Douglas is one of the bosses. I'll, we'll get to him later.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: But, um... <laughs> so, uh... They start doing this coke, and Benito is like, oh, you can tell he's kind of lonely. He wants Topher, uh, Topher's character, I think is, uh, he wants them to be buddies and stuff, but he's like, I don't know, he's kind of weirded out. So he gets out of there, and Topher parks uh, in uh, in the next person. Who's Topher Parks? (laughs) It's the Korean Topher Grace.
0: (laughs) By the way, who names your kid Topher? Maybe, it was, maybe it was Chris
2: Topher, and then uh, he just shortened it to Topher because he thought it was cool.
1: <laughs> that's probably actually true, Alex. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for, for as full of shit as you are, that's actually probably true. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: anyways. So, Chris Topher uh, is going over to the next, the last guy that he has to serve a subpoena to. But before he does, he just parks right in front of the dude's house. Before he does, he's going to do a bit more of the uh, swank or whatever it is. And all of a sudden, he hears, like, some scuffling coming from the house and a gunshot. He's like, what? He looks up. And then this dude is, like, pressed up against the glass. And then another guy right behind him. And it's Michael Douglas. Bam! Shoots him right through the face.
1: Put him on the glass!
2: Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Topher, like, completely just flips out. He's, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And he starts backing out. But there's... <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot a cop car showed up, (laughs) parked right behind him and didn't see him in the car so he backs up into the car, backs up into the one that's in front of him and he keeps going back and forth like that for a bit it's actually one of the few uh, moments of uh, comedy in the movie and uh, he just speeds off and he's and, uh, you know, freaking out but uh, as he's freaking out he actually drops like a little bit of the uh, of his coke bag that he had on him. And so he leaves it on the scene. And then, of course, Michael Douglas and... Turns <laughs> out it's... Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Who was is, who is the cop that went upstairs to help kill the guy. They both see the commotion going downstairs. So they go downstairs. They see the car speeding off. but they didn't see who it was. Michael Douglas picks up the little Coke bag. He sniffs it a little bit. And he, and he uh, goes, ah, swank. So... Yes. And the girl was a dude the whole time, or vice versa. <laughs> when
1: when he when he takes it up, does he go? Mother of God!
0: <laughs> no. Uh, and when does Katharzeta Jones yeah. dodge the lasers?
1: With with her ass double.
0: With her mm-hmm. ass double.
2: <laughs> You're playing both sides. <laughs> you have to dodge the lasers.
0: You're all the man now, dog. Lasers. Ooh. I get a different. Lasers. Right?
2: lasers. 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 <laughs> This is merely the beginning! Name that movie.
0: Condor Man. I hold you to your vow, Knight. I don't
1: know. Present to you the missile submarine, Red October.
2: (laughs) Anyway, so it turns out Michael Douglas is the one that was... He's the big supplier of coke in the town. And it's, this stuff is super rare, and he only dealt it to uh, Benicio Del Toro's uh, character. I think his name was Silver or something. So he only dealt it to Silver to sell because he gave him like a sneak preview or whatever. So Topher's freaking out. He goes back to uh, Silver's place. And um, he's like, oh my gosh, we've got to get out of here because he's going to send guys uh, to come and kill us. And sure enough, they get out of there, and like a few seconds later, Don Cheadle and some other guys, hired guns, come blazing in, and so they're pretty much on the run after that. It's pretty it intense. eleven. <laughs> <So>
0: Don Cheadle's <laughs> like, "No, go ahead, me."
1: Uh, well, he has a British accent in this one, Jeff.
0: Oh, Damn. nah, not really.
1: It was it was a good turn, though. Uh, like all the the goons get their little moment to shine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Cheadle's always good. John Cheadle? John Cheadle, yes. I was, <laughs> was going to say John Shaft, but I don't think he's in this. Shaft? No. Don. Donnie oh. Cheadle is what
2: I like to call him. Donny, Donny C. Donnie C. Moving on. Moving on. So it gets, like, really suspenseful and everything, and, um... Oh, it's been forever since i have seen the movie. It's kind of a blur. But... At one point... Uh... <laughs> A a woman is – another woman police officer is arresting Topher because she catches him, like, doing coke or whatever, and uh, while while, uh, Benicio de Toro Silver, he's out getting, like, some snacks or something because they're going to hitch a ride or whatever, and he comes back, and he sees this, and he's like, oh, my gosh, the lady cop because he doesn't know it was Catherine Cedar Jones so Topher is like spilling the beans saying oh I saw this whole murder and everything just keep me alive and she's like alright fine whatever we're gonna take you downtown and we're gonna sort everything out and see if your story checks out but as soon as she's pulling away she hits Medicio with her cop cars like smashing the windshield and as she's going to turn around they actually steal the cop car and that's when Catherine Status Jones jumps in it shows up in her car, and they start like this huge shootout and they crazy freaking car chase with his leg but he tries to kick the the windshield down but he gets his leg stuck through the windshield <laughs> he can't see oh, it was mayhem it was
0: one of the best car chases I've ever seen was, I kind of remember that but yeah it's been a while
1: I, I always like that that kind of juxtaposition where you get a couple dudes that aren't badasses that are forced to fight off the badasses as the mm-hmm. heroes yeah just kind of fumble their way through. It was like an everyman
2: type of thing. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. Oh, yeah, I forgot to uh, introduce the the middleman for the coke, <laughs> where they get the, all their information. This guy gets shot, I don't know, 17 times, and he never dies. And they have this brutal fight in his apartment. Oh, my gosh. It's like they get... I think uh, Benicio gets kicked in the nuts like five times in one fight. Uh.
1: Kind of like when uh, Seth Rogen was getting his fingers bit off and spoilers <laughs> in, in the in the interview.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was brutal. Was, it, was, it was too much. <laughs> there wasn't that much gore in this fight, but they did like bust through a bust through a door. It was it was very very raw and you know bludgeony. At one mm, point bludgeony. <laughs> Topher is trying to get away, and uh, the their middleman. Uh, Red was uh, holding him by the legs and stuff and he wouldn't let him go but (laughs) Hooper couldn't really you know scratch enough strength to get out of him so he started punching him in the butt and then he got a he got this big glass vase to the back of the head and that's pretty much what ended the fight yeah
1: just to back up a little bit you're talking about how much action there is for a drama it's kind of like a lot of the other uh, like Michael Mann movies where they they focus on a lot of the characters, and you know, there's the whole crime underbelly, and then all of a sudden, there's massive action scene, and then it kind of goes back to the drama, and then another big action scene. Uh, it's 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 a cool way to to do a movie, yeah. Where you don't necessarily have to make it about one or the other.
2: Right after that fight is one of the first times that Red gets shot. Where. Uh, Don Cheadle Lagoons show up Wait,
0: sorry who's Red again Red Foreman I'm assuming not who is no nah,
2: he was the he was the middleman he's, he's played by some uh, Mexican dude I forget his name okay I think it was maybe one of his first like US movies in this one gotcha and uh, yeah he was one of the middlemen he gets all duct taped and stuff when uh, Benicio and Topher were like asking him you know how much did you tell him did you tell him who we were and everything he's like no of course not come on I wouldn't do that to you guys you're my friends so of course, he's lying. And as soon as they hear the goons, like, trying to, uh, coming up the doorway or knocking on the door, that's when Torfur and Vinicio just, uh, went out the back. And as soon as the goons kicked in the door, uh, Red was like, they're running out the back. If you hear her, you can catch them, Go! So you can really tell what a son of a bitch this guy is. But luckily, they lose him. And the goons. I think,
1: I think, I think that was Clifton Collins Jr. who. Plays a lot of Hispanic girls for some reason. I don't even know if he's Hispanic. <laughs> His name shouldn't be isn't. But anyways, good.
2: Hmm, probably then. But uh, yeah, the goons come back, and they're like, "Are you sure you told us everything?" Yeah, and they're on the phone with Michael Douglas. He's like, "Yeah, they don't know anything." It's like, "Were they? <laughs> hey, what color were they? Were they Asian?" He's like, "Nah, man. There was a white. There, there was a white dude and a Mexican dude. I think. Couldn't really tell. Cause." Uh, Oh yeah, the overstory the overarching story is that uh Michael Douglas and his crew are uh on the edge of war with uh the triads. The tongs. <laughs> yeah, the three storms. So it was very important for him to know whether, you know, they were Asian or not. But they weren't. And they're like, Okay, just kill Red and It's like, damn, alright. So Don Cheeto just shoots him in the stomach. <laughs> and then he wakes up and he's like, Come on, probably I'm still off a of Coke high. He's got Coke strength. like, come on, you shot me, man. And right as they're leaving, they shoot him again and leave him for dead. Spoiler alert, he comes back later. He's not really dead. He's not not dead. He's (laughs) not dead
0: dead. He's only mostly dead. Have fun storming the castle. Let's (laughs) talk about that movie instead, because I've seen (laughs) that movie. Come on, Jeff. Okay. We already did that one. We did. The hero's journey, remember? So what? So when does traffic involved in this movie? Is there a guy in traffic the whole time, or is it about it, drug trafficking? Yeah, I think it just refers to drug trafficking.
1: It wasn't. It was ah. about
2: traffic around the
1: greater LA area. Because mm-hmm. you could make a movie about that.
2: You could seriously. So. The movie kind of uh, winds down a little bit, and uh, this is where uh, Topher and uh, Benicio – yeah, Silver. Topher and Silver have uh, – I forget Topher's character's name, but whatever. Uh, oh, uh, by the
0: way, look it up. You were right. His name is Christopher. Boom. <laughs> Chris Topher. There you go. <laughs> they have, like – you know, it,
2: it's a little bit cliche where the two, like, guys that are fighting it out have to, you know, have a disagreement and then they're not friends and then they get back together as best friends at the end. (laughs) So, uh, they go their separate ways. Tover gets really depressed and he calls his 19-year-old girlfriend who's still in high school. Or (laughs) 18-year-old girlfriend who's still in high school. And he's blubbering like an idiot. And, uh... But... (laughs) Another really, like... It wasn't really a fight, but it was really, really (laughs) a bit tough to watch, was when Benicio actually goes to his grandmother's house and he finds the two goons trying to, you know, kind of in a friendly way get her to spill some information about her grandson. Then they see him and they start chasing him around. And Silver grabs this coffee pot and he swings it and uh the the partner, like, ducks, but it hits Don Cheeto right in the side of the face <laughs> and it's all gross and everything. He's on the ground crying. But they eventually managed to get uh capture uh silver and they started dragging him to his hideout but it was it was a hot pot of coffee a hot pot of coffee huh
0: <laughs> yes yes it was so I remember <laughs> thank you, Scott
1: <laughs> so I remember watching that yeah, I like, need a break <laughs> there, there was a it seemed like there was kind of a goof there um cause, like they they show. The burns, but, like, they're they're not really, I, I don't know. Like, I, I felt like they should have done a better job with the, the burns on his face. It was, like, super nitpicky thing. But, um, anyways, sorry.
2: Well, yeah, well, it wasn't a boiling pot of coffee, but he still had a lot of cuts on his face. It was uh, a gla- glass pot of well, coffee. Well, I mean, yeah,
1: they get the that, but, I don't know, just, like, it it kind of reminded me of uh, like in the Naked Gun, he throws the towel in his face and he's rolling around. <laughs> 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 ah, ah. You know, just it, it wasn't
2: proportional. Yeah, yeah. for a, yeah for a hardened thug, maybe. Yeah, I mean,
1: it, it is funny. I mean, that's always funny too. The the badass thug like turns out to be <laughs> I mean, it's, it's <laughs> a it's a it's a trope, but um, it's still
0: still usually a a good payoff. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I'm lost. No, I'm starting to remember one thing. What about the... Who's the cop? Michael Douglas, Topher Grace, Jude Law? Heather <laughs> yeah, Zita jones She's the cop, okay. Yeah, her, I think, her name is Rosie in the movie. Okay. Doesn't she have, like, a daughter who's, like, turning tricks for Drug Bunny or something? Is that this movie? No. Is Maybe that's why she was uh, working with the drug
2: dealers? I think
0: so. Right? Is it the other movie? I have no idea. I thought one of these movies, the guy who was like trying to remove drugs from the city, his daughter was, who's like, and they're total like white bread, but she's, uh, you know, hooked into the crack or something, and then they kind of cut her off or something, so she starts blowing dudes for money or for drugs.
1: <laughs> Giving hand jobs for crack. Yeah. Basically.
0: <laughs> basically um, I know, maybe I just dreamt that, or maybe that wasn't... Uh, <laughs> it might have been a Pacino vehicle. No?
1: I just do what was her name? Um, Erica Christensen.
0: Hans Christian Andersen.
1: I thought mm-hmm. she was in this, but maybe not. Maybe that was the character?
0: Yeah, maybe that was Catherine Zeta-Jones. Or...
1: That doesn't make not. sense, though. Anyways.
0: Hey, anyways. It's Tina Fey. Um,
2: <laughs> at that point, Tina Fey. Uh, Topher realizes, you know what? S- Silver really is my buddy and stuff, and I gotta go... You know, After he learns that he got captured, he's gotta go save him. So he goes back to red's place <laughs> and he's and he somehow got himself out of the duct tape he still has duct tape all over himself and he's got a, he's got two gut shots but he kind of you know kind of duct tape those closed up and his blood's his blood's still soaking through his shirt and everything he's kind of dazed and he's like dude you gotta help me and in that whole coke you know losing blood phase he's like all right fine and he gives him like a stash of guns and everything and they both go off to uh, the secret hideout, Michael Douglas's secret hideout. They get there, and it turns out you, you get to see that that's, like, uh, the old, like, arm, secret army base that was in the flashback at the beginning, where they were testing mm. testing the cocaine pills. So that's, he might have yeah, found, like, yeah, the secret I was, stash.
1: Again, I, I, I thought that was kind of weak. Yeah. I thought it was cool to, like, go through the history at the beginning, but then tie it together with, like, the specific building I, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a leap. But anyways, so I continue. Hmm.
2: I thought it was kind of cool. Because that's where he found, like, the recipe for Swank or whatever. And, um... Yeah, but they both get there. Red chicken's out. So Topher's like, fine, I'll do this myself. And he holds... manages to sneak up and holds uh, one of the goons, uh, a nameless goon hostage. And so... <laughs> Don Cheadle's not having any of this and he just shoots the hostage and kills him and he's like, oh, <laughs> Topher's like, freaking out and stuff so he drops all his guns <laughs> he had him, but he just starts taking them off of him, even the hidden ones, before they pat him down and, uh, and Cheadle's partner's like, dude, that was like Jones' cousin, uh, Jones' uh, Michael Douglas' character, finally remembered. I thought
0: Jones was the cat. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm going to, to talk about other movies because I don't know what's going on in this one. So. <laughs> wah, wah.
2: <laughs> Anyways.
0: Now I know what it's like to be Alex. Mm-hmm. I got a... <gasps> <sighs> from Scott. <It> feels good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> now the next step no. is to talk and not have Scott even acknowledge it. That is the ultimate.
1: <laughs> I, like, I, just bring that up real quick. So... For we'll we'll pull back the curtain a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, each of us is responsible for our given episodes. Whoever picks the topic will go through and put it all together at the end. That's right. And there's never an episode that I go through where there's at least two or three moments through the episode where I just talk right over Alex, (laughs) and I don't remember doing it. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm so used to just tuning him out that I just talk right over him, and I'm. (laughs) there's always moments I don't remember Alex saying that
2: (laughs) (laughs) man I'm used to it we've been friends for a while so
1: (laughs) anyways it always it makes me laugh when I'm when I'm editing it (laughs) so
2: so on another uh, one of the uh, lighter moments that Cheadle's partner has he's he's uh, telling Jones when the boss finally arrives he's telling Jones what happened he's like uh, Topher, like, completely shot your cousin. He came here, guns blazing. That was when... The, and before that, uh, the other guy, Silver, smashed a copy spot over Cheadle's face. It's gross. That's <laughs> just a that just little delivery. <laughs> what he said. His face is gross. Oh, that kills me every time. Got good timing, man. <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. And after this point, like, this is, like, the the biggest... Action sequence after a huge slowdown where the triads actually catch up with Jones and Catherine Zeta Jones and the whole crew. And they whole they start a whole war they start killing each other. And in the confusion, uh Topher and uh Silver, they, they find each other. And they break each other loose, and then they have to start, you know, retaliating. And they're pretty much firing at random, but there's so many people fighting around that they almost certainly hit at least, like, a few.
0: With every spray of bullets. With every spray of bullets. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so I will say First that
1: thing. they, I mean, even though... It feels good kind of being talked gets, over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wouldn't have remembered it either. Not for a second. Uh, I, I was going to say the you know the the action does get kind of big but they they keep it semi-realistic like they're again the, it goes back to the whole they don't know really they don't really know what they're doing um, so it's like if you did randomly fire guns into a crowd <laughs> you kind of mm-hmm. get the same result there
2: you'd hit at least yeah one guy yeah yeah there's bullets flying everywhere uh, at one point Topher gives Benicio uh, Silver a boost through the vent, and he manages to get out, but he's got to come back in to save his buddy. And that's when he meets uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Rosie, in, in the barn. Oh, yeah, the whole base was, t- was beneath this, you know, fake barn type of place. And they start actually having a really rough fistfight. <laughs> he actually manages to kick her in the cunt. It's not supposed to be funny, but I always chuckle. She doubles over as if she
0: had balls. Didn't and, uh, didn't the hound do that to Brianna? Brianna? <laughs> it... Yeah, that, ha- that happened.
2: Man, yeah, the opposite.
1: There, there's the whole. Uh, oh, okay. Big know. song and dance number in Run Ronnie Run. <laughs> yep. There's a spoof on Hands on t- your
0: hips, stick out your tush. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, called kicker in the c word. Yeah. I highly recommend uh, going through and watching Run, Run, and Run if you've not seen it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, see it's done by Jack
2: Right. Yes. Anyways, Rosie gets the upper hand. She gets her her hands on her handgun, and then Pinocchio has you know Silver's got nothing left and everything. This got to this is the way it's got to be. All right. And then out of nowhere, Red comes charging through the barn in his dewoo. <laughs> And he like Yeah. Runs him over, run, uh, runs runs uh, Rosie over. Com- yeah, uh, it was that was one of the goriest deaths, which surprised me. I mean, poor Zeta Jones, Douglas.
1: Married for Life.
2: Mm-hmm. I R L. They probably met in this movie. Or were they were they hooked up before this movie?
1: I I can't remember if they were anything else together.
0: Hmm. Romancing the Stone.
2: <laughs>
0: no, that was Jeannie Wilder. <laughs> Kathleen Turner. Oh. Guapo. Wait, it's they... Jeannie Wilder. Uh, never mind. I was I a joke. The... Bad joke. Wait. Did I hear that on this podcast or another podcast that... <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes I learn stuff. That... Danny DeVito is supposed to be Wolverine. <laughs> I think it was another podcast. <laughs> yeah, supposedly, like like not the Hugh Jackman one, but like they were gonna make a movie before that, and for some, and they were gonna cast Danny DeVito because you know he's supposed to be a short guy. Yeah, I don't know if was supposed to be a short guy with a belly and no hair, but it could have been anybody under that mask. <laughs> yeah, I guess
2: maybe that was like the original plot for Get Shorty. <laughs> Get Woolie. Hey, what's wrong with Woolby?
0: Woolby's just fine, dear. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, shut up, you stupid piece of shit! <laughs> what's wrong with the damn dog?
2: Anyways, that's <laughs> uh, that's almost the end of. That's pretty much the end of the movie because the triads manage to sneak a bomb into like the underground coke plant, and the whole thing goes up in a fireball. And you see Topher Grace carrying Silver off, and he's unconscious and everything. And he manages to revive him at the end. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. These two bumbling idiots pretty much uh, stop all the coke trade in Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> and then, then they swear to never do drugs again. And they and never,
0: they never, never did. did. Huh? Can't remember why I don't remember this movie. <laughs> Mind blown.
1: Mhm. It, it was pretty good. Pretty was,
2: good
1: yeah. I mean, for it was a nice slice in between like uh, heat and uh, collateral. Yeah. It's a nice uh, transition. Yeah, Not, Michael- I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It was still better than uh, uh,
0: Miami Vice. Number Wait, one, Michael. New show. Wait, Michael Mann did this movie? Yeah. Oh. Well, all we be dipped in shit. hmm <laughs> You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. Because here it says Steven Soderbergh. You're confusing this with the Ocean's 13 again. Oh, I am on Ocean's 13.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, the Don Cheadle? <laughs>
0: the Don Cheadles. Yeah, I was looking at the Topher Grace Don Cheadle stuff. Donnie C. You see. But, yeah.
2: Topher's Topher, first... Topher's uh, Tober to G's first uh, Oscar nod. Or did he get snubbed? Were people upset about that one? Um, I thought I thought he got it, right? I know he didn't win, but
1: I, I don't think he was ever really in the running. It was just it was kind of a weak year.
0: Yeah. You're so. confusing that with his uh, portrayal of Venom, I <laughs> think. <laughs> oh <laughs> Your guys' favorite parts?
1: Um I I did like the part they. I mean, you kind of glossed over this, but um, before all the shit goes down,
2: I didn't want to go through the whole movie. I know how Jeff well, hates that. I know
1: Jeff does hate that. Uh, I do. <laughs> just just early on, just the there, there's some funny stuff with the the whole drug culture, um, just like waking up snorting and then <laughs> when he when he uses it uh on a cereal instead of sugar like he goes he goes goes, (laughs) goes out out to get the sugar and and i think it's actual sugar in the first one and then he pulls out the other jar and he sprinkles that on top too it's like (laughs) fucking cornflakes or whatever it is
2: oh that's the other thing while he's doing that in the morning uh, while silver's doing that in the morning he's actually watching crawl on the tv and i remember because i saw liam neeson in the background
1: Robbie Coltrane, <laughs> Newton,
2: mm-hmm. a bunch of other people whose career died right after that movie for some reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For some reason. Yeah.
1: Liam Newsom had, had, had a long road to, hoe to get back into <laughs> yeah. respectability after that thing.
2: Took Darkman to get him back on track. Yeah, it was the, uh, the hero of that movie. I uh, can't remember his
1: name. And uh, Krull.
2: Don, uh, Don Cheadle.
1: <laughs> I don't think it was Don Cheadle. Yeah. Uh. I think this movie was black person free. <laughs> uh, there, there was a uh, the guy didn't do anything and then he showed up like, in Star
2: Trek Slater <laughs> with the bomb.
0: Oh, wait, black person free sounds like something that should have won an Oscar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wasn't that Django Unchained? The, yeah, it was the prequel, the
1: prequel to 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is gut-wrenching. Holy shit.
0: Who would have thought?
1: I know. I didn't think it was going to be a happy movie, but oh my god! <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh. yeah, my favorite scene is when it was over. I wasn't a big—I <laughs> wasn't a big fan, as you could tell by me not knowing anything about it. Come on, Jeff, you're the giant drug guy.
2: You're our resident drug kingpin.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe it hit a little too close to home. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I bet it did, Snortsky. Snortsky. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's the movie, man. It's a great movie. Go out, traffic, go watch it. Alright, we done? I believe we
0: are. Yep. <laughs> God awful. All right. Forever. <laughs> it's time for Nehem News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right. Um don't have much news. Um but I know
1: I love you.
0: <laughs> I got one movie review. Uh for some reason I decided to rent Tusk from Kevin Smith. Okay. And it was a big steaming pile of crap. <laughs> like like I know a lot of people like give Kevin Smith crap for, you know, he's not a good director and he has bad this and bad that. And yeah, he's visually not that good, but Oh, my God. It was awful. Like, it might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like, I think I told you guys, it it made um, Human Centipede look good. Like, that's how bad this thing was. So, is it worse than The Room? I haven't seen The Room. But it so, this,
1: cross crossover. Whoa! Um, Wait. Go ahead. What what's the worst movie that you ever saw that you paid for, like not counting cable TV, but you, like you said you rented it or you went to the theater. Uh, what what's the worst?
0: Uh, what, does does Netflix count as paying for it? <laughs> it came in the mail, yeah. Solaris. Oh, really? Yeah, that movie was a piece. Probably had to do with expectations. I was thinking George Clooney in space, fighting stuff, and it was not it was, that. It was no. George gravity, I'll tell Clooney you
1: that. in space. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not so. It wasn't. It could have been a couple other space movies. Not not Supernova. Uh,
0: I've never seen what was Supernova. I haven't seen Supernova.
1: It was sci-fi horror. James Spader was in it. Uh, it was. Fucking terrible.
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I ever saw that one, so I... It's pretty bad.
2: Yeah. Event Horizon?
0: Uh, I, love I love that movie,
2: so... I,
1: <laughs> I'm surprised, like, how much of a, the minority I am. I'm, like, the only person that I know that fucking hates that movie. You but, don't like Samuel it's... Jackson? <laughs> yeah. I, <God> <laughs> yeah. I don't like Sam Jackson. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's why but, I didn't like it. But that's another expectation ones. I thought that was another Star Wars movie. And holy crap, is it not Star Wars? And, <laughs> yeah, and I think Star that's Wars. what... It scared the crap out of me so much that it just has a place in my heart. <laughs> and I, the Latin was just awesome because we were studying Latin <laughs> at the time. So I, I know what they're saying, and it's messed up. <laughs> Liberate me! Oh, crap.
1: That's, that's Latin for... Liberate me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, Free. Real,
1: real quick, you mentioned Star Wars. Just to switch up real quick here. Did anybody see the video of the drone the guy made? No. Guy, guy made seen... a Star Destroyer drone. Oh, shit. It's fucking awesome.
0: I've Anyways. Seen a, I've seen a Millennium Falcon one. I haven't seen a Star yeah. Destroyer one. But I, I, I don't know Millennium how old, Falcon. Who it is, but uh, it's pretty badass.
1: Okay, so you're you're going with uh, Solaris. Alex?
2: It might have to be The Room, even though I love that movie. The Room? Okay. (laughs) But it's terrible. I I got that at the the Blockbuster (laughs) before the last
0: one shut down.
1: Okay. Yeah, of course I'm going with Event Horizon.
0: (laughs) Oh, really? Come on. (laughs) Your worst movie ever. Not Jason X? That I paid. I I know that you paid for, but we paid for Jason X. Um. Yeah. <laughs> that's Wait, Jason great. in Space?
1: <laughs> I thought yeah. I was there for that one, actually. That's oh, a you... good
0: movie. <laughs> for what it is, obviously. Right. All right. Anyway, Tusk. Tusk, God. Tusk. It's like Michael Parks is good in it, and that's about it. it... Darth Maul's in it? <laughs> yeah. When they were... Where's Beard? Being... When they reveal the guy in the, f- spoiler alert, he puts and wraps him but he makes him look like a seal, or a t- walrus. Wal- walrus. <laughs> they have tusks. Oh my god, it's, it's the worst. It's not even scary. Like, I don't know what he was going for in this movie, like, funny horror suspense. It was just awful. And I guess I love Kevin Smith. Most of his stuff that people don't like, I, I do like, but this one was just like... This is why when you're stoned doing a podcast and you think something's funny, you don't make a movie out of it because it's not <laughs> funny. Lord knows if we made a movie with the shit we talked about, holy crap. I, okay, I will say there's one thing. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the beginning of the movie, it's about it's about two podcasters. One's Justin Long and the other one's um, Haley Joel Osment, who has aged not very well. He's not the cute little boy who sees dead people anymore. Um. <laughs> and he's the,
1: he's the creepy old man that makes dead people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, it's weird. Like he still has the same little face, and then just he just looks like yeah. Now he looks like he's in his late twenties, early thirties. Like that's <laughs> and it's just went with that same face. Anyway, um, they're podcasters. That was the whole thing. So they they're like one of the hottest podcasts, and they say. They make a hundred thousand a year, so step it up, guys. We need to make a hundred grand a year on this <laughs> okay. thing.
1: Well, we've, only, we've, t- only, we've only got ten thousand more to go <laughs> yeah. for this for this year.
0: Yeah, already.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the money's just rolling in. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so go to our Facebook page, jerks, <laughs> and somehow that's going to get us money. It won't. I don't know, but thanks, William. That oh, was thanks, the most thanks, unbelievable
1: uh, listener, William, for the for the awesome pictures. Yeah, keep them coming. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, so that's what I got out of this movie. The most unrealistic part of the movie was the podcast making hundred grand a year. So. <laughs> I like Hilly Joel Osmond, the present one, when he was playing Mac in the uh, <laughs> Always Sunny promos.
1: That was good.
0: Okay, I didn't see that. Oh, oh and then, you should. One other thing, I've been recently. Um, re- I've been watching Better Call Saul. Which, you guys, if you haven't been watching it, you should watch it. Especially if you like Breaking Bad. And because I was watching it, I started going back and watching some old uh, Breaking Bad episodes. And I don't know if it was him or not, but I think it was. There's a scene, it's not going to spoil anything. There's a scene where you go into Jesse's house and all these meth heads are just like laying on the floor and just partying or whatever. And I'm pretty sure Sam from Game of Thrones is one of the meth heads just laying on the floor. But because he doesn't say anything, he's not credited. So someone looked it up. Samuel Tarly? Yes. Samuel, I believe. And I looked, and it's right before that episode. is like early on in the run. So it was before Game of Thrones, I believe. So it could be him, like just trying to make mm-hmm. it in Hollywood. And uh, I don't know. I think it's him. And that's my news. <laughs> Scott?
1: All right. A uh, few quick things to run through. Um Going to steal a story, which I'm sure Alex was going to talk about. But uh Super Troopers 2 uh, has, has been oh, yeah. funded already, less than 24 <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah, I know. I heard about this. To raise the two million, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, they uh, were looking for
2: 1.2 million because that's how much the original they cost well, to well, make. Well,
1: I mean, the, the Indiegogo was for two, though.
2: Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Two. Well, in two days they raised two point four million. So
1: yeah. So the money's <laughs> still coming in. They still got like twenty eight more days left or
2: something. Gee, the crazy uh, CG in this movie is gonna be
1: awesome. Yeah. So I mean, they're already done with the script. They said. Uh, so I'm, you know, looking forward to it whenever it comes out. I mean, really, the the money's just all production costs. The the only like person that might actually cost some money is Brian Cox. But I got I got the feeling that they didn't pay him a whole lot to do the first movie. Yeah. Um, but he, he'll, but I mean, he'll he,
2: take any role. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, he seemed to have fun as uh, as O'Hagan in the first movie, so mm-hmm. maybe he'll come back just for that, and they can get him get him on the cheap. Um,
0: Speaking of so, Michael Mann, Brian Cox. There you go. Yeah,
1: Michael Mann Hunter.
0: There you go. hey uh,
1: <laughs> see I'm looking forward to that. If if you haven't seen it, um, you can go to the Indiegogo page for Super Troopers Two, and they put together a little like four or five minute video. And even that's funny, like just seeing them back in the in character and stuff. Even though it was pretty rough, uh, it's it's pretty good. They also did an AMA. AMA
0: it would have been better if you, on the Indiegogo thing you could have voted for which movie you wanted to make a sequel of.
1: Mm. What, what would you rather have seen them do other than like do Potfest? Fest?
0: Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about Club Dread because I do like that movie, but. I don't... <laughs> I guess everyone dies in that one, though. It's yeah. Duke Say Hazard, too? <laughs> I, I like Beerfest more than I like Super Troopers, so I think I'd write another Beer Fest.
1: That was, so they so they did an AMA, and that was one of the big questions people kept asking is, oh, are you going to do Pot Fest, are you can going to do Pot Fest. And they said, well, we got to get through Super Troopers 2 first. Okay. And then we'll see about doing that. But uh, Or oh, yeah, just Beer Fest too. Uh, I, I, I think I like Super Troopers 2 just because it's the better movie. <laughs> Just as, like, a, a, tying it all together, and the characters. Uh, you do know, like yeah, Landfill, Beer, Beer too? Is, Beer Fest is right there, though. Right behind it. Mostly because told- the Germans. Un, yeah, yeah, Unbex. and
0: We've told our story about seeing those guys, right? We've mentioned that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. When Alex, when they heard Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this That's is funny. graphic. All right. Sorry, Scott.
1: Uh, so yeah, Super Troopers um, Little news about Top Gear uh, I'm a big Top Gear fan
2: mm. American a, or a British show?
1: The, the British one I've got it on the background a lot uh, British BBC America <laughs> Except the current run is over <laughs> the, the the main guy, Jeremy Clarkson And we got an altercation with one of the producers over something having to do with hot food not being ready at the end of the day, allegedly. <laughs> and, uh, the guy, the producer was dressed down and summarily punched in the face. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the whole story of like, the guy egged him on or not, but at any rate, um, it was unacceptable behavior from Jeremy Clarkson's part. And the BBC effectively fired him, uh, so he will no longer be a part of Top Gear, um, yeah. so... Who knows what's going to happen with that show? It's not going to be the same without the three of them, and who knows if the other two even want to do it anymore if Clarkson's not around. So it's kind of a kind of sad to think about the ramifications there. But in in the end, I think the BBC had to do what they did. Um, But yeah, so Top Gear, as we know it, is over, Um, and then uh, finally, uh, Simon Pegg is going to be writing Star Trek Three. I don't know how new that news is. Uh, I just
2: heard about it this morning.
1: But yeah, I'm totally in favor. Uh, kind of changed the direction a little bit. I wasn't super excited about Roberto Orchi, however you pronounce his name, orsi Montalban. Uh, doing, doing the whole thing. Um, he was going to write and direct. Um, now he's just going to produce, I think. And uh, Justin Lin of the Fast and the Furious movies will also be directing the third movie. So, yeah, uh, we'll, so, we'll see where they go with that. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like the last couple Fast and Furious. Uh, and they're also talking about Idris Elba taking over the villain yeah, role. Yeah, the film. villain. Yeah, and that's be, some good news. Yeah, he'd be badass. Uh, Idris Elba is pretty awesome in almost everything he does. So, look well, forward
2: to the,
0: eventually. The villain for what?
1: Star Trek three. Oh. Which means he probably will be playing a Klingon, if I had to guess. That's
2: what I figured. Races. But we'll,
1: I I know. <laughs> I don't know how he's gonna possibly top Christopher Lloyd from Star Trek Three.
0: Was... He could play Jordy.
1: He could play Jordy. An evil Jordy. I don't, I don't think that's gonna work though. Warp. Oh. I'm pretty sure Michael Dorn's got that the character locked up. Yeah.
0: Warp's <laughs> grandfather, great grandfather, possible. Yeah. Before you leave, um, Idris, I heard that there's talks that he <laughs> don't, may be. Wait, the next. Don't, go, don't go, Idris. Wait up. <laughs> Heard there's talk that he may be the next James Bond. Actually,
1: that that's that's been floating around for a long time now, and I I think it would be, uh, it would be great.
0: The yeah, Problem now awesome. is
1: he's getting up there, but then again, they had Roger Moore doing it forever.
2: <laughs> Seriously.
1: Uh, and they've yeah, got no.
2: old man action movies left and right now. Yeah. Sean think, Penn's doing it.
1: Yeah. There's there's no reason to not have, uh, like someone like Elba do it. who has got the.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've only seen him in a few things. Like in The Wire, he's awesome, and of course, like his small parts in Thor. And um, oh, he's he's badass as Heimdall. Yeah, from
1: the Thor movies. Yeah, which he hates, by the way. <laughs>
0: but he's barely in it, though, right? <laughs> he fucking I mean,
1: hated doing those two movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's awesome
0: not, in The Wire. Yeah, Pacific no. Rim. Pacific Rim.
1: We are canceling the apocalypse. Oh, I forgot about
2: that. He isn't. That? And the losers. He was pretty good then. It's really good in it. I didn't see that one. Rock oh, and Roll,
1: you you if, if Nobody's seen Rock and Roll. I recommend that. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: It? I keep forgetting to watch that.
1: So, so yeah, I I definitely wouldn't mind seeing him as Bond. The, James the, Bond Jr. The, Ow. I'd, I'd also enjoy the the shitstorm that would go along with it. people were complaining that Daniel Craig was too blonde to play the role or whatever. You're too fucking it's like he's blonde. He's got blonde eyes. You can't be James Bond. Jeeves H. So, yeah, that's my news.
2: Ooh, All right.
0: right. Alex.
2: Yeah, got some little tidbits for you. Uh, juicy? Any one of them? Yeah, a little bit juicy. Uh, okay. Steven Spielberg's next movie is going to be an adaptation of Ernest Klein's Ready Player One.
1: Ooh. He's doing an Ernest movie?
2: <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> hey, Bird. <Vern. laughs> CGI uh, Jim Varney in there. That's actually a book that
0: I've read. Well, audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. up.
1: Well, quick, quick poll on this, uh, just amongst the three of us, because it kind of <laughs> weirds me out when someone right, talks I'm... about all the books that they read. And they wait,
0: you gonna read the... The... wait, you weren't going to allow wait, you weren't going to allow the feds in on this one, Scott? Or yeah, <laughs> no, no.
1: The uh So, I I think it's okay to say you read a book if it's audio. Uh, but you should eventually disclose that you are listening to the audio. Like I, I, I think there is a difference between reading and the the audio version. And I'm not saying one is like better than the other, but the audio it's a different experience because you're getting the the voiceover, and sometimes they'll have multiple voices. Um, it's almost like a different medium.
2: Well, sometimes it's just a dude just reading the book. Well,
1: yeah, most night, night. I'm sure, like the majority of the time, that's what it yeah. is.
2: But sometimes, like in, I actually listened to the audio audiobooks of uh, *The Golden Compass*, and they had like different actors playing the different roles. That was pretty cool.
1: Right. So, or if you listen to *World War Z*, like they have a bunch of different people. So oh, that's cool. So it's worth mentioning.
2: <laughs> I think most of the time.
0: I should re-listen to that. Or uh, the *Star Wars* *Thrawn* trilogy, when the guy does one guy does every single voice, and it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and some of
2: it's good, some of it's bad. It was the same for uh, Dance of Dragons. It's one old is dude it, just doing all the voices.
0: Yeah, so I got the audiobook for the first Game of Thrones book, and I didn't get past the first chapter. It was... oh, <laughs> <laughs> Too brutal? Uh, too gory? I don't know. I mean, I don't... I usually say that I am listening to it, but I don't see what the big deal is. It's, you're getting the exact same content, exact same words. So I don't think it's a big deal. If someone told no, me they I'm, read I'm it not, and they didn't read it, I was like, what I am No, I'm, I'm,
1: not, I'm not advocating that you should do one or the other. I don't want to okay. make it seem that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, it, it's worth mentioning that you listen to the audiobook because they can be different experiences, I think.
2: So like George Costanza when he gets the audiobook for risk management? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing about sounds- <laughs> risk management, <laughs> this guy sounds like me. I can't listen to me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's uh, reportedly Spielberg's next movie. And so Have you guys read the book or listened to the book? I haven't read it yet.
1: I I own it. I have not read it yet.
2: It's cheesy but good. I recommend it. My other tiny tidbit is concerning Bruce Chin Campbell. He's actually going to play Ronald Reagan in TV's Fargo. Well, well, <laughs> well...
1: He's playing Ronald Reagan?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: So he well, played yeah. Elvis.
0: T C B, baby. TCB. Have you guys watched Fargo? I did not. No, I haven't seen it yet.
1: At Frodo or not Frodo. Yeah, no, at uh Bilbo.
2: Get <laughs> it. Bilbo.
1: Watson. <laughs> uh, yeah. I heard I had a that they want to do a they the some movie studio wants to do a Expendables type movie, but with Lord of the Rings all, with all the like B, like movie actions like or horror movies. So you get like Bruce Campbell, um, and his ilk.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome! All together. But who is that ilk?
1: <sighs> yeah, that that that's when I get a little fuzzy. <laughs>
2: Danny
0: Trejo, uh, that one yeah, guy. Yeah, you, kind of,
1: like, you, get, you get Trejo in there. You get. Uh, that to be full of, of those guys, yeah. That one
2: guy that's always that in the guy. movies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson, of course. Yeah. That dude in uh, Lance Avengers. It says, yeah. "Son, you've got a condition." That was also an alien.
1: Herding Stan.
2: Yeah, that's what, that guy.
1: He was also in Pretty in Pink, which mm-hmm. I watched last night for some reason.
0: <laughs> yep, that's my news. All right, that wraps up this episode about time because I'm yawning. And uh, But before we leave, we're going to talk about next week. Wait, we have to pick what we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> your turn, Jeff. <laughs> and it's my turn. Traffic. No. Oh. I've been in kind of the superhero mode lately, so let's do Iron Man, first one. Now, the movie or the animated series? <laughs> the movie. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> the one that started Marble backed on the road to uh, world dominance.
2: Earn, I earn man.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh. So do you need to, like, say April Fools or something? Nah. They'll get it on the ride home. Jesus Christ. I had no <laughs> idea what was real and what wasn't. Just, I don't know this
2: movie.
1: We don't ever want you to listen to the podcast again. April Fools. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Meh. Meh. Meh.